5: Oh, yeah. It is the Odd Couple. I'm Chris Broussard alongside my partner. Rob Parker. And we're coming to you live from the Fox Sports Radio Studios. We'll do it live. The Tyrac.com Fox Sports Radio Studios. And TireRack.com. We'll help you get there. We got an unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road road hazard protection, and more than 10,000 recommended installers, TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Let me welcome in my partner, Rob Parker, who will be with us on this Trash Talking Tuesday for the next
6: three hours. How are you, man? I'm doing well. How are you? I am great. Is I this a guest great? spot for me? This three hours on wow. this trash talking
5: Tuesday, or no? Hey man, who, who'd you trash on uh,
6: Deadspin today? Your, your boy Tom Nathaniel Brady. Brady. <laughs> oh really? Wow.
5: Well, so he's what taking, did he deserve he, that? He's,
6: for? he's taking off practice on Wednesdays. He wants the old guy discount. Wowsy, wowsy. <laughs> so we'll talk about that, Chris. We'll get into that tomorrow when he actually starts his uh, Wednesday yeah, yeah every Wednesday last week he missed practice on Wednesday okay you know what we do actually have sound well Brady was asked about this Chris and uh here's his response about taking off on Wednesday hey you damn kids get off my lawn <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness gracious so we'll get into that tomorrow right. but that was my trash Chris and I think that's Legit, you're one of those guys you believe everybody should be at practice, no special treatment to people. But we'll get into that tomorrow. we'll, and we'll, uh, we'll let people, Bill Russell, uh, didn't practice much. Have a conversation. So, I okay? think it's
5: you know, it depends. You're older, you'd rather have them there for the games. I think
6: LeBron gets a little time off, you know. So no, uh, everybody's football, different. Football's a little different. I, I'm not with that. Okay. Anyway, yeah, uh, I, it I is a trash talking it. Tuesday. Your chance to trash anyone, anything in the world of sports coming up in the uh, final hour, the third hour of the program. So that'll be cool. And uh, I guess we got uh, Ephraim Salam joining us at the bottom of this wow. hour. So it's gonna be a lot of fun. So
5: look, a lot of football to talk about. We had two. Great performances yesterday.
6: Not, not great, great games, games right. Yeah, Blowouts, not great games by but
5: great performances. And so we will get into those uh, in a moment. But and, keep and it locked right here on Fox yeah. Sports Radio for the next three hours. iHeartRadio app or Sirius XM Channel 83 as well.
6: And I don't know if you saw the announcement. There's going to be a new show before us starting next month. Yes, yes, Sabino yes. and Rich. We'll uh, be on from what is that? Uh, from five to seven Eastern, Chris. The Doug Gottlieb show will be three to five now. and then Corvino and Rich five to seven at a the new show Eastern. at Eastern. And then uh, the odd couple was still in place. I know some people wanted our sh- show to be reduced to an hour, but I'm You're sorry fired. you guys lost out. <laughs> We're not being reduced to I an hour. I think they wanted it to expand by it, an hour. Is that cool. right? Oh, man. Yeah. Nah, I don't we think so, do that. Can't yeah. do it. I couldn't.
5: I literally couldn't with my TV schedule. So I couldn't either. That so wouldn't be possible. Um, but yeah, it's welcome to Rich and Covina. And um, I, I I I have not heard their show, but I hear it's terrific. And so, so you never uh, miss I'm it, Chris? Glad. I'm gl- so you never well, miss Corvino Are you trying to be it's funny? It's not even that. I, I, <laughs> you no, know, nah, I'm not even trying to be funny because I hear it's really good. I'd like to hear it. I just haven't yet, but uh, I'm sure they do a great job. And uh, we're looking forward to having a great lead-in. So, That's uh, right. Starting be Monday. Absolutely. Absolutely. We got DJ Alex Teicher, a.k.a. Alex the Vegan, and he is... More vegan
6: than ever now. After a taste on the dark side, I'm never going back. That's hard, Chris. <laughs> Once you not you get a sliver of that in your bones and that and your you palate, you gotta go all the way it's in. It's all done. Or all nah, the way no, out. way. No, no. It's it's black and white. You know, no. No, I'm staying in the gray, in the Chris. <laughs> Alex, Alex now after Alex is now is so bad his addiction. He's eating hot dogs even after seeing how they were made. You know, he still will eat oh a hot dogs. <laughs> wow. If you ever watch how they make hot dogs, it will just turn your stomach. I don't I, eat any I hot dogs. Hot dogs. I don't know when the last. Have
2: time Have you guys I had seen that video of Snoop Dogg watching the made hot dogs? Uh, am I
5: right? You know, the Snoop of put hot dogs. some interesting stuff on there though. That's really good. Yeah, hot, hot dogs, dogs are, are great.
6: Are you kidding? Sabret hot
5: dogs, Chris? Man, come on! On the, nice. on the streets, I, I'm, I'm not eleven. I'm gonna be 11 to have a, a hot dog, yeah. Yeah, hot dogs.
6: When you go to a ball game, you don't have a hot dog. It
5: to ribs oh, and you got- steak and you know, even hamburgers. I mean, I used to eat that too, but that stays with you no matter the age. Hot dogs, come on. I man. love hot dogs. Oh my oh, god, I had a glizzy right.
6: in my mouth. <laughs> okay, all about right, let's that. get
5: to this, Rob. We got Danny G. Production in for Super Producer Rob G. Yeah, yeah, And on the updates Did you hear that? Yeah, yeah. Is our man ILO Isaac Lowenkron. All right, let's get to it, Rob. Two great performances. Uh first, Jalen Hurts. It wasn't first. The first one was the Buffalo Bills and Josh Allen just dismantling, you know, uh what was last year the number one seed in the AFC? Tennessee Titans 41-7, to and they could have put a 50-piece on them had they wanted to. Uh, Josh Allen was out, like, the whole fourth quarter. And then the Philadelphia Eagles 24-7 to over Minnesota. The story of that game, Jalen Hurts, he's been a guy, Rob, much maligned, right? People have wondered, can he throw the football? Absolutely, fairly. I mean, he completed 52% of his passes as a rookie. Right. 61% last year, which... Isn't man? It's, it's, it's not, below just not average. great. It's not great. Below it's average, great. yeah. Right. Sixteen touchdown passes, nine picks last year. Not not great. And uh, but this year, Rob off to a great start. And last night, ran for two touchdowns, and threw for another touchdown. Threw for three hundred and thirty three yards. And uh, did have a pick, but overall a great game by Jalen Hurts. And let me ask you this: Do you think he's arrived?
6: Are you you know is this? Who I'm he not. Is th- now? I'm not there to say he's arrived yet. I mean, I think a lot of people were high on Philadelphia coming into the season. Chris, me and you, we didn't like Dallas, but we still thought that we weren't sure about Jalen Hurts. Am I right? Like we both right. picked Dallas, and we both didn't like Dallas. I know it doesn't make any sense. Well, that's a bad division.
5: Right. But and we, we don't like Dallas to make any noise in the playoffs, but we picked them to win that division. Right. And they still got a shot if their are their defense they're is. They're one to and nations. one. Their defense right. is good.
6: We'll see what happens. And, and Cooper and maybe, Rush can hold on yes. until that gets back. That's, that's so, the challenge for them. But but uh it's not like uh, but Philadelphia and Jalen Hurts, the reason that we had issues or questions was because of Jalen Hurts. And we weren't sure yet had he gotten there. He took a big step last night, but I, I'm not ready to crown him anything. You know, I'm I'm not, and uh, it's a good win. Minnesota won its first game, right? Uh, uh, Minnesota won its first game Beat against Green, Green Bay. Bay at home, and it's like no shocker that they lost a Monday night game when you start looking at um Kirk, Kirk Cousins, Cousins right and Chris 10 now. Yeah, I mean it's bad, and then. Going on the road, winning a game in the NFL is not that easy. It, it really isn't. That's why when teams pull out and win, win games on the road, you, gotta, you give a lot of credit for that because it's hard to win. Um, but I was impressed by the performance. He had a great night for him. Like you say, he had the one blemish, the one pick. But other than that, he was in control of that game. He looked confident. Um, I, I, if you're a Philadelphia Eagles fan, you got to feel good. But, but I think, I think a, two things, a few things
5: stand out. One, he is a tremendous runner. He's not Lamar Jackson, but man, he is a good runner. And last year, that was how he did it and, and made Philadelphia competitive. He's had that since he came into the league. You won't always have that. You know, at some point, as you get old, Russell Wilson used to run. He doesn't run much anymore. He's 34. So it... It will leave you at some point, but while these guys are young, Lamar, Hurts, and Josh Allen even, some others, the running is valuable, and uh, that's a big part of his game. But obviously the most surprising thing so far was that he really threw the football well. And, I mean, he threw it exceptionally well. And, Rob, one of the reasons I liked Dallas, in the NFC East, even though I wasn't that high on the squad, was that they had far and away what appeared to be the best quarterback in the division in Dak Prescott. I mean, Carson Wentz, Danny Dimes, Daniel Jones in New York with the Giants. right. And Jalen Hurts, right? But Jalen Hurts, so far, it's only two games. But even if Dak is in there, Dak is healthy – Right now, Jalen Hurts is playing as well as Dak. Now, I wouldn't say he's better. Yeah,
6: but his body in a work few games isn't, but isn't as two, good. Right. But I'm these with you two on games, that. he's right.
5: playing as well as Dak would play. And if he's anything close to Dak, Rob, then they're the better team by far. Because they got the far better receiving core, uh, the far better offensive line, And that's, you know, Dallas has the better defense, but I think Philadelphia would check more boxes and uh, be a better team, especially if Jalen Hurts is going to play even close to what he did last night. So, and the other thing, Rob, is this, and you and I talk about this quite a bit. Jalen Hurts did not come into the league as, it is an overstatement, but a finished product. Jalen Hurts' second year, he didn't look, Super special no. or special, period. Right. There were people Let a that, guy develop. No. We've been saying it. And teams are so, you know, like we got to get this guy, you know, playing right away. He's on his rookie deal. That gives us money to go get other guys and maybe we can win a Super Bowl that they're throwing some of these guys in too soon, Rob.
6: There, there's no doubt about it. And um, I know people get tired of hearing us say it. But it's just a fact. Aaron Rodgers sat for three years. It doesn't mean it derails your career, Chris, or that you right. can't have a big career or be a an MVP or win a Super Bowl if you don't start right away. Right. I think that right. that should, team should look at that. And, and look, th- I get that
5: was a while ago, obviously, right? No, About Twenty I, I get years it, right. ago. But as games change a little, but still, everybody is going to develop at a different. I'm not out completely on Trey Lance. I know he's had the injury problems, but this doesn't
6: mean, Rob, he can't ever become like a really good, maybe a great quarterback. He he could. We we don't know once he bounces back and once he gets healthy and gets to play. My only point in bringing up Rodgers is that it's not the end-all, be-all that you have to play right away. That's all I'm saying. If you're talented, Chris, and you develop and you mature, you can be talented. If uh, you're George, smart Jordan, Jordan Love, and you work hard. Right? How long you, has he been there now, Chris? Three years? It, it's obvious. Am I, am I right or wrong? Like the times we've seen Yeah, I mean, him. they just don't seem to be as high on him as they
5: were. But to your point, Rob, look, if you're intelligent, you got good football character, and you work hard, and you've got a, you know, there's a baseline of physical ability you have to have. But if you've got those things, you might be able to develop into a good, really good quarterback. It's just as simple as that. And people, you know, these look at Tua now. Now, we'll see. I'm not calling him elite yet, but he's off to a great start. You gave him some weapons, and now he's playing well. And that's another thing with Jalen Hurts, Rob. He's got some weapons. Not only Devontae Smith, but they gave him A.J. Brown, who's great. The offensive line has been, you know, become better. And so let you got to be patient with some of these guys. And we'll be patient before we start singing Jalen Hurts' praises, you know, full-throatedly. But right now he is showing you guys can become more accurate. Guys can learn and grow. And I think, Rob, you don't like hearing about the intangibles, but I think he's got it. I think he's a winner. I think he's a hard worker. I think he's a leader. And if you can add, you know, the physical stuff to that, then you can be a a franchise quarterback.
4: Be sure to catch live editions of The Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury
5: Prudential knows that no community is a monolith and we all have unique financial needs with black community partners across the nation. Prudential has a remarkable history of supporting communities and institutions that have been overlooked for far too long and are making a tangible impact. This includes their home city of Newark where they're actively engaged in building stronger financial foundations. They are dedicated to offering equitable financial services that cater to diverse individual requirements while recognizing our shared goal of wealth building. For instance, they pledged a staggering $1 billion to programs, partners, and initiatives focused on historically excluded communities. It's not just about dreaming anymore. It's about turning these dreams into reality by creating blueprints for generational wealth, power the dreams of our communities today and future generations tomorrow. Learn more and build your financial blueprint today at prudential.com slash blueprints. The CBA, the, either side, the players or the owners, can opt out of this CBA on December 15th. So the sides are talking, trying to, uh, you know, avoid a future lockout or strike or whatever. And um, one of the things that they're talking about that both sides reportedly seem to be in on is dropping the age eligibility rule or requirement from 19 years to 18 years. So the 19-year age requirement made high school players have to wait a year until after their high school graduation to be available for the draft. This would enable them to come right out of high school. And um, obviously, this wouldn't be the first time we've seen it. A few times, and um, Rob, I I'm with it. I'm fine with it. Um, many of the greatest players in the history of the game came straight out of high school, not just LeBron James. LeBron James, Kevin Garnett, Tracy McGrady, Moses, Moses Malone. Malone. Yes, who went to the ABA. Uh, all of them are Hall of Famers, and all of them were tremendous players. Now, everybody hasn't made it. Sebastian Telfair didn't have much of a career, There's a few others. Uh, Jermaine O'Neill had a nice career, but injuries kind of cut that short. Um, Jonathan Bender didn't do much. So it's not foolproof. Everybody that comes out won't be great, but hey, you live with that. They're 18 years old, they're an adult, they can make their own decisions. And uh, I'm fine with it, Rob. Uh, Where are you at on this?
6: I thought this was one of the biggest mistakes that David Stern made in his uh, commissioner career. I, I, I thought there was no justification for it. It was one of the worst things, Chris, in professional sports. Kids go from high school to the minor leagues making professional baseball money. People go, tennis players, 14 years old, Michelle Wee, 16, when she's broken to golf. I, the point is, at 18, you don't hold back a prodigy. If someone is a prodigy at 10 years old and they can read a movie script or they can perform on a stage or play the piano at Carnegie Hall, nobody holds them back. If they're not good enough, Chris, at 18 – don't draft them, but the, but the idea that we could go to war, you could go, we could send you to a foreign country, you could do all these other things, but you can't play basketball at eighteen. That somehow somebody came up with a magical number of nineteen. What what was that? Well, was just what a was year the after. Yes, yeah, a year after they. No, but I, but it, but it didn't make any sense, is what I'm saying because. At 18 years old, you're going to go out and get a job. If he's talented and somebody wants to take a chance on him, what what's what what would what is the number? I never could understand other than they were trying to make kids go to college. Like force them to like you can't right. just come from high school that you got to go That's to college for a year. Right. That's really what it was, Chris, and I had a fundamental issue with it because And then they say, well, the kids aren't ready. You know, the kids aren't ready. They shouldn't be going in the pro. That's not on the kids. That's on the general managers and the owners who decided to go out because they were trying to get the next Kobe Bryant, right? Or they were trying to get the next LeBron James. That's on them. They've made mistakes. But the kids should have a right to earn a living and get a job after they finish high school. and and, And that was the thing.
5: They always said, well, they need the socialization of college. LeBron James has been a model. Just play. fine, Chris. Just fine. Tracy McGrady was fine. Jermaine O'Neill was fine. Uh, Kevin Garnett was fine. I mean, these are some of the best citizens the league has seen. That's And what Charles I'm saying. Barkley, who I'm not saying he's a bad citizen, but he did throw somebody through a window. He did spit on a fan. No, he went to there college. Was a,
6: there
5: Alan was a Iverson smudge didn't want to practice. He went to, he he went to, to college.
6: You know what it I'm saying? Like you can, he you can point to the guys that went to
5: college. I heard it. it, but it wasn't that. I'm sorry, it, wasn't it
6: was funny. funny.
5: You, yeah. could, Alice couldn't hear it. That's why I had to get a it chuckle. He heard it, but but anyway, uh, you know, some guys who've gone to college have made big mistakes, and guys that came out of high school didn't. So that's not it. And then Rob, what always bothered me, and some of these college coaches would say this because obviously they want these great players. But, oh, he needs to get his education. You're, you're keeping kids from getting their education. It's amazing. And then they would put the racial thing, even if it wasn't stated. Sometimes it would be stated. Sometimes it wouldn't be. But, you know, these black kids, you know, they can get a college education. First of all, they're not staying four years. Secondly, you're worried about the black kid who who's not a great athlete, who graduates no, from high no. school, goes to work at McDonald's? For the next four years, you worried about him. You 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 all hung up on getting him his education because he doesn't run a four three or jump forty inches off the ground. So it was hypocrisy on so many levels, Rob.
6: Um, and so that's why I it, couldn't get look, with it, Chris. Were, it never and, felt good. It never felt good to me.
5: And Rob, there were some players, and I look. I there everybody's to eat, they're trying to protect themselves. But some veteran players, Rob, who it wasn't just the league. There were some veteran players in the league with the Players Association who were like, I'm 35 years old. I'm way better than this 18-year-old kid right out of high school. But they're cutting me and keeping a guy who can't play as well as I can yet because, you know, they want to keep him for the future. And so there was some of that as well. Players, veteran players, saying they were losing jobs to these young kids who who aren't as good as them. They don't mind you lose a job to LeBron, Kobe, fine. But they were losing jobs to some of these other kids who weren't as good. But it is what it is. But uh, yeah, Rob, I I'm fine with it overall. And um, it looks like both sides are for this. And um, look, I, I what they need to do, Rob is for the kids that aren't that good, and I think this will will be something they're able to do, they can go to the G League, right? So a a kid who wasn't ready still can go to the G League and make some money, and maybe in a, a year or two, he will be ready. He can develop. And so that was always the problem to me Was that if a kid? Because there will rob be some kids who think they're good enough, and they are. But but and when they went, if they went straight, well, hold. Let me finish. If they went to the draft, and was was a second round pick, no guaranteed money, didn't make the team, they were they were done. They couldn't go back to college and play. They maybe they never get to the NBA. They were done. Now, if they can go play in the G League, then maybe they can, even if they don't get back to the NBA, they can make some money as a G Leaguer. So I think that I like that. Hopefully, I, and I can't imagine that won't be a part of the process. Uh,
6: this, this is my issue whenever I heard that, is people have a right to try things and fail. Like, they have a right to believe in themselves, go out there and, and, and make an attempt at something, but didn't Shaq's son? Shaq was upset that his son. What did he do, Chris? He came out right for the draft. Wasn't drafted. I think him and Shaq right were at odds over over him coming out of school. I don't remember the exact
5: details.
6: Yeah, yeah, but he would. He he wasn't drafted. He came out and. And, and I think Shaq didn't want him to come out and enter the draft, but he did it anyway. But my point is – I think he got picked up, but Lakers picked him up, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, but nah, he wasn't drafted. Like, he was uh, signed as – you know, after the draft was over. But my right. point, I guess, is people have a right to, to attempt what they want. It doesn't mean their life is over. If they don't get drafted or they don't make the NBA, you know what you have to do? You have to go out and get a job like everybody else, like everybody else who played – uh, college sports who didn't make it to the pros or who played on their high school team. You know, you give it a shot, Chris. If it doesn't work out, you go get a job. So I just think the bottom line to me was like the NBA, this is just my personal feelings. We're in cahoots with college basketball. They were trying to stop this thing from kids like just going straight to high school and and trying to force them to go to college and and play at least so that the colleges could get a year out of them. I really believe that. Well, they had the, the NBA, Rob,
5: had a tremendous, and still has at this point, a tremendous, uh, what's the word, feeder system, right? These kids would become household names in college, and by the time they get to the NBA, everybody knows who Zion Williamson is. Ja Morant right that was great for the NBA we don't have to pay them it's not a minor league system where we got to take care of them and pay them money and benefits and so on and so forth health care they are getting their name out there on another platform so when they come to our league they help make it more popular and so I agree I think they were in cahoots with college my issue, though, I obviously people have a right to try and fail, but I don't like a kid, the a kid who's eighteen, graduates from high school, and is a great player, just not quite good enough or ready for the NBA. The old rules, he was virtually done. I mean, he could try uh, every other year later to get on a summer league squad and work out on his own. But he had no platform to showcase his skills. And so a lot of scouts just would not see him. You would eventually – you would essentially be putting, like, a death knell to his dreams of playing in the pros. And that's fine for a guy like me who wasn't good enough in high school. Yeah, I played high school, and that was it. I mean, other than college, you know, D3, but I was done. Most high school players, that's going to be the situation – but if a kid actually has legitimate NBA potential, I don't think because he prematurely entered the draft, didn't get drafted, that his chances of making it should drop tenfold because he can't go to college and play anymore. But now he can go to the G League, if they, that's what they do, and develop. And he may never get to the NBA, but at least he's got a shot at 18 and 19 years old, I wouldn't want to crush a, a
6: really good player's chances just because he made a mistake and and thought he could get drafted. And that, and and that exactly, and that's I'm with you. That that that's the issue I had. That people take chances sometimes in life, Chris. They don't always work out, but that shouldn't be the end of the rub, end of under the dream or just right. okay. He didn't get drafted. He goes and works. Look at Pat Pat Patrick, uh, Beverly and and his um tour to get into the NBA, right? His route. He had to go play all overseas overseas or whatever. And now he's had a a, a very good NBA career, right? And has played for a long time. Right, right.
4: Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.
6: He's Mike Carmen. I'm Dan and We have a brand new fantasy football podcast called I Want Your Flex. Twice a week, every Tuesday and Friday, we come up with new episodes to not only look back at what happened, what you need to do at that minute, and also look ahead of what's coming up in the fantasy football world.
4: That's right, Dan. Every week, we're going to scour the waiver wire to find the pickups to turbo boost your fantasy lineup. Sid. It starts fantasy football players' rankings to get you ready to dominate the competition. Listen to I Want Your Flex with Mike Harmon and me, Dan Beyer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you get your podcasts. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80.
5: And we all have unique financial needs with black community partners across the nation. Prudential has a remarkable history of supporting communities and institutions that have been overlooked for far too long and are making a tangible impact. This includes their home city of Newark, where they're actively engaged in building stronger financial foundations. They are dedicated to offering equitable financial services that cater to diverse individual requirements while recognizing our shared goal of wealth building. For instance, they pledged a staggering $1 billion to programs, partners, and initiatives focused on historically excluded communities. It's not just about dreaming anymore. It's about turning these dreams into reality by creating blueprints for generational wealth. Power the dreams of our communities today and future generations tomorrow. Learn more and build your financial blueprint today At Prudential.com slash blueprints. We talked about it a little bit yesterday. Was Nick Chubb to blame for scoring that touchdown uh, with a minute 55 left in the Browns? Stunning and historic and embarrassing loss to the New York Jets.
6: Steve DeSager spoke to my class today, Chris, at USC. Okay. And he brought up, we talked about that game, and he had looked up, found a stat or something. You know, something like that hadn't happened in like over 20 years in the NFL where a team gave up a 13-point lead, you know, in the final two minutes. He said it had been at 20 yeah, years. Yeah, I, I, and it I, was, was the I thought did this it.
5: was like the first, oh, right, right. It was I did the hear Browns that. who
6: did it. I, did, I think that was the only
5: other time it may have happened. And so the Browns have done it twice. They've done it twice in yeah, the last 20 un, years. Un, unbelievable. When I lived in Cleveland, Rob, it was actually the glory days for the Browns. I mean, you can obviously Jim Brown in the 60s. Right. But since they've been in, you know, the modern era, when I was there, those were the best years the Browns ever saw since Jim Brown. But Ernest Viner, right. uh, You know, Kevin Mack. Bernie Kosar, they kept losing to Elway in the playoffs. Right. But and including the then, drive. That, that, one that, that was
6: the killer the drive. Yeah, the drive, right. And, and Ernest a uh, uh, fumbling Fumbled. at the one or the two yard line, Chris. Yep. Like, I remember like, watching that game. And, yeah. and I'll tell you another one. I, they actually won this playoff game, but in 1986, if you could believe this, Mike Lupica got sick. Longtime columnist for the Daily News of yep. New York. Lupica gets sick, and and they send me to replace Lupica, not to write a column, but just to be another writer at the game. Okay, I, I was just a, I just thought I was 22 years old. I to do a
5: sidebar old. or something.
6: Yeah, yeah, just to get right. another story in the paper. They send me out there, and Sam Retigliano, you remember him, was the coach. Yep, yep. yep. That's all it was. Nineteen eighty-six, and they beat the Jets in overtime. The Jets were leading in the fourth quarter. The Browns came back, tied the game, and then beat him in overtime. But I- I'll never forget that was uh, that was when the Browns that would have really been Kozar, yeah, Bernie Kozar, yeah, yeah,
5: yeah. Um, but Rob, since then, and even including the Belichick era, it wasn't good, and um, hasn't been good. And now I look, I think Stefanski, Kevin Stefanski, is a good coach, and we just got the news a little while ago from Isaac Lohenkron Uh, the update guy, it was tweeted out by AP in Cleveland that they had a players-only meeting. And we'll get to the Nick Chubb situation. But they had a players-only meeting, Rob. I've got to believe... Now, I could be... Obviously, could be wrong. We have no idea. I've got to believe, Rob, that that players-only meeting is just about the players coming together and kind of, you know... Taking ownership for what happened, um, I don't think it. I, there's I. I do not believe it's a situation where they're bashing
6: Kevin Stefanski or
5: Andrew Berry for that matter. No,
6: because GM. it was. Of course, it was a comedy of errors. At right. That, at it the wasn't end of the game. really. I mean, you. If you want to say, oh,
5: they Stefanski should have told him, made sure he knew to, to you know, not score. Fine, but. The defense, the players are the ones that gave up the
6: 66-yard touchdown. You can't let no anybody flag, get behind though. you for that. Right. That's the like, killer. That's a player. That, that's, the, that's, that's the game right there, Chris, because it's the quick score like that. The jet, If you make the Jets throw the ball in front of them, they have to eat the clock, and it's going right. to take time to score. You right. don't mind them scoring one touchdown, but it can't be on one play. Right, right. That, and that, then that's you, the And game. then after that, you give up the onside kick. In I'm
5: today's was, with the rule changes, I mean, you hardly ever a right. team gets the onside
6: kick. So I'm sure, Rob. I, I, that's what I think. Do you do you agree? Disagree? Yeah, I don't think it was a coach revolt against no. the coach. It was that it was a comedy of errors, and that cost them a game that could hurt them later on in the year. That's no, that's no the thing. Rob, you got a home game against the Jets.
5: Two zero, without Deshaun Watson. Right. We know he won't be back for a, a while. But that's huge. I mean, if they're five hundred with they're, in the Deshaun, goal, they're the driver's seat, they're in a the great yeah, position. He gets back. Absolutely. So um, that's what I believe this was about. But Nick Chubb spoke today, Rob. We have the sound. And he took blame for not scoring. You know, for scoring on that play. Here he is. I
6: probably shouldn't score right there. Honestly, looking back at it. Um, it cost us a game. Uh, a lot of things
5: went wrong. Not not just one thing, but collectively as a unit, as a team, we could have all did things different. But, I mean, it's only a problem because we didn't win, you know. So I probably should have went down.
6: Yeah, Rob, and, and, go and, ahead. Yeah, I'm just, Chris, I think he handled it the right way. Looking back on it, uh, he probably shouldn't have. But it wasn't just that. It was a combination. And I think that's a legit, honest quote. There, where you know what I mean, where he understands that, yeah, that probably wasn't the smartest play, but man, we, we had to have eight things go wrong to lose this game, and, and they all went wrong. Look, I get it that, you know, if, if he doesn't
5: score there, chances are they don't lose that game. But Rob, if he doesn't score there, or uh, let me put it this way. If he did score there, which he did, chances still were that they don't lose that game. Oh, I, I you said it. it, it's happened once in the history of the NFL before Sunday. And it Crazy. was the Browns. And so I gotta be look, again, I get it, but I'm I'm not putting any blame on Nick Chubb. I'm well, so, because none, zero the way you said it, all the things that had to go wrong right. for them to lose, even with him scoring. If that's the case, heck, maybe stuff like that would have went wrong had he not scored. Maybe what, they what? fumbled a snap. Maybe you know what I mean? Like who knows? I, I just and I again, I understand that people saying he shouldn't have scored cuz then you eat but, up the clock by doing that. That's yeah, that's the big thing. I get But it. I'm just like I, come on. Which You're one is worse to you? A minute. The
6: 66-yard touchdown the right. 66 yard touchdown. Is that the
5: one that's that, that, worse? The onside kick is worse. So like those two so were, much was more was worse. Right. I, you might even argue Kareem Hunt going out of bounds
6: on the that's play another I think one. It was the right. play before. Right. You don't right. go out of bounds, you stay let in bounds. Let the clock run. So to let the clock run. I don't understand that either.
5: Because w- Chubb, Rob, Chubb, every all the other things you mentioned. You know what they what Chubb did that they didn't do? Something he positive. increased the
6: lead. Right.
5: He increased the lead. He put six more points on the board. And, Rob, we didn't mention missing the, missing the extra point. If they hit the extra point, but, but, they go to overtime but at, but with this, all the but,
6: stuff that went wrong. But but this is the thing, is that the Jets were out of timeouts. And that's what they needed, Chris, to, to jumpstart their improbable win. Right. Without timeout, and that's why people are critical of Chubb. Because they didn't have any timeout, It's harder to do. You no, know what I mean? It, right. Right.
5: But it became a two-score game. And not even just two scores. Not even a touchdown and a field goal. Two touchdowns you needed. And they found, like, again, I understand well, the well, logic. But pump, I'm not. Got... I, and I think Chubb was right. I think you're right that he handled it. He He fell on the sword. He did. I'm sure in his mind he's like, man, come on. All the stuff that went wrong, but don't throw your teammates under the bus. Take it yourself, and you know, just say we, we, we. And and I, I like how he handled it. If I, as much as I don't think he did anything wrong, that's how I would have handled it too. You you See, don't go th- out there and say, look, I psh,
6: I scored a touchdown. What I, we're up two two touchdowns. You know what I mean? He handled it right. That, but didn't that give them and I and, and you got it, it, it? Did it did. If 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 he would have, because they had gotten the first down, correct? Yeah. yeah
5: the they first down the was first... like the two-yard line. So, so, Rob, also he would have had to
6: go down perfectly. No, <laughs> I know. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not, I'm not really saying it was two yards. Ex- exact science, but he could have right. stopped. Got he the could've. first down, and then the Jets would have never touched the ball. They could have run Well, maybe. Clock. But again, I mean, maybe.
5: No, I don't If know. the Browns found a way to lose – up 13 with a minute 55. And I hear you. I'm, I'm just, I don't know if I'm playing Devil's advocate. I just don't, I'm sorry. I because don't
6: think Nick Chubb did the wrong thing. Because we saw, do you remember, and, and Chris, you might be, you're a little younger than me. But the Joe Prasad, just a little bit. <laughs> the Joe Prasad chick, Larry Zonker botched handoff when all they had to do was kneel down. And that's when Herm Edwards picked up the ball for the Eagles. And and that's when – I I was watching that game as a kid, Chris, and I'll never forget the announcer who was doing the game. You know what he said? All the Giants have to do is kneel down on the ball and the game is a hand-off to Zonka. I was like – They fired the offensive coordinator the next day, Chris. No, it was – Right. It was crazy. But again, Rob,
5: again – that play didn't put points on the board. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, I, I, Dick Chubb increased the lead to two touchdowns. And I, I hear what you're saying, but the so chances—I mean, come on—he goes down. They don't have a timeout. There's no way they're losing that game, Rob. After he scored, wasn't everybody saying there's no way they're losing this? game? I was saying I, know that. I, I had did. it on I- TV. I thought it was over, of course. And so, I look, I don't think if he goes down, do I think, you know, the comedy of errors ensues and they somehow lose that game? No. But I just, there. Nick Chubb is not to blame. I'm sorry. I, I just, I, I'm, I like that he took the blame. I like that he owned it, you know, and even though I don't think it was his to own, but that was on all these other guys who took part in you know the madness that ensued after he scored that touchdown
4: infinity presents a new chapter in luxury
0: Let's go places.